Welcome back to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience, all put together to teach and inspire you to take the detour and enjoy the wander. I'm your host, Sheila Shinsky, and today's guest is Jackie Skelton from JR World Travel. Jackie was born in New Zealand, um, has had some um, traveling through her life and lived some different places, and then she is now here in the U.S., here in Florida, where we are. She is married to Ross. He's the R in JR World Travel. She has one son, and she is a full-service travel consultant um, who loves getting her clients the extras for their budget. Uh, they have owned JR World Travel for nine years, and she is going to tell us today why being a travel consultant, why having a travel consultant could be beneficial, and how you can turn your travel fund into cash for your fundraising efforts. So that's um, something really interesting that you might not think that could happen. I didn't know that you could make money traveling. So welcome, Jackie. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Gosh, I really hate the scripted part. I'm much better on the fly. I get (laughs) more more nervous saying the thing that's written down than I am just talking. We both, guys, you weren't here just yet before we started recording, but we've already been chatting away. And we (laughs) both, (laughs) I know, right? We both joke, Jackie always says she can talk the hind leg off of a cat and I can as well. So Hold on to your hats today, I think, and we'll uh, try not to be here uh, till. Put your seatbelts on, we're on a ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Jackie, thanks for taking the time today. I'm really excited to hear uh, about your story, your background story, oh, you. how you came to the U.S. Um, guys, she's got this wonderful New Zealand, what, it, Kiwi, right? Yeah. yeah. Kiwi yeah, accent. Yeah. Um and quite an adventurous upbringing and different things like that. So we'll touch on all of that and learn about travel and being a travel consultant. So thanks again for being here, Jackie, and Thank taking the time. Yeah, all right, yeah. let's Looking jump. To it. Yeah. yeah, let's jump right in. So how did tell us how you got from New Zealand to the U.S. Uh, what your life was like there. We don't have that much time. Uh, (laughs) All right, the short version. (laughs) All right, as Sheila says, you know, I was born and raised in New Zealand. Uh, I spent 30 years in Australia. Um, And a little bit of an interesting story, I am actually writing a book. I don't know who my parents are, Sheila. I was Mm -hmm. sold in 1949. Wow. So you did ask me if I have done the genealogy. Yes, yeah. And I have. Mm -hmm. And I've got nobody. You you just... (laughs) out of the sky somewhere i don't know i've sort of got like fourth fifths and sixth possibilities mm-hmm. but nothing really has come up so it's interesting and the story will go along until the day i guess i'm not on this earth but wow um, i've and, been searching for 30 years and you're going to put that into um a book it's going to be about my life yeah yeah that's yeah. very okay so can you just touch a tiny bit because i can't just leave you with i was sold <laughs> um and just walk away from that you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, life for us actually growing up was fairly horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a brother and a sister that, and none of us are related. Okay. okay. My mother couldn't have children, which we only found out much later in life. Mm-hmm. So when I found my brother was adopted and what have you, it put me on a path to find out a little bit more. So um, I always make a joke by being saying I was sold, which I was. I hope they got a lot of money for me because I'm worth every damn penny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the book is going to be more about my life and the trials and tribulations and hardships. And you know, Ross has always said, especially people our age, we all have a story. It's just the book cover that changes. Uh-huh. You know, today, if you have an issue, there's all these people to help you. Mm-hmm. Back when we were born in the 40s and early 50s, we didn't have all these people. Everything was kept in the home. It was all secretive. You didn't speak about anything that happened to you out of the home. That's right. And, and, but we ended up with the same, if you like, psychological issues. You want another word? But mm-hmm. the same, we, have, we had the same feelings that you have today, the same thoughts in our heads as you have today. But we didn't have a chance, I think, to wallow. And I'm not saying people have to wallow. I'm not being rude. But right. we didn't have the mm-hmm. services available. Well, so it was the, like get up and move up and that's what your life is. Yeah, and like, like, the, like the disorders, I mean, you know, 
and this is not to downplay anybody's no, anything. Absolutely, no. There's real things out there, right. but it seems like everybody has anxiety today. In a, a today. Mm-hmm. And you know, even my own children, you know, um, anxiety. And we t- and we say, well, everybody has anxiety. Like mom and dad have anxiety. Like yeah. we've always all had anxiety. It's how it's you work through how it. How you work you, through yeah. it. And you know, again, there are some people that have legit medical issues yeah, and some people it's a it really is right. a mental thing other Correct. people i think it's just a living thing right i had a chance to speak to some young people about travel and because with my accent and all this and mm-hmm. one lady said well, one young girl said to me are you old <laughs> and i said i am i'll be 70 this year mm-hmm. and she looked at me and it got, she says my grandma's not 70 and she doesn't look like you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which was rather a nice that compliment. Is a great I compliment. felt sorry for grandma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but again, and they were talking about things and I touched a little bit on my life mm-hmm. and they looked at me and it's like disbelief. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't believe how, she, well, one of the boys said to me, but how come you're okay? Mm-hmm. And I and explained I didn't have a choice, whereas today you do have choices. Yeah. And then I made a joke. I said, so what's the worst thing that can happen in your lives? You're 12. Mm-hmm. I said, unless you've got an abusive situation or something really bad is happening to you. Right. I said, I think the worst thing in your life is your cell phone is not going to work for the next 10 minutes. Right. You know, and you have anxiety. Right. And I probably simplify it, but honestly, that's how I see young people a lot today. They have more anxiety than we we ever did over things they should never have anxiety about. Yeah. There's no need to be anxious if your phone is not going to work for half an hour. Right. The world is not going to end. Yeah, yeah, and it's we could get all, all on that. that. Yeah, know. we could totally get off on that yeah. subject too. I mean, you think about, you know, just even, um, and my husband always says this too, you know, there were people that are 16, 17 years old having to go off to war you know, to, to war. And I start that, that's, yeah. that's a cause for anxiety. Not, yeah, for the parents not, as well you know, as them. I can yeah. go to my friend's house later, but, you oh, know, no. that's a like conversation that. for another yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, we, we warned you, we bunny trail, we warned you, we're going to try, we have notes, we're going to try really hard. Okay, so then you, um, that you found yourself in Austria, how did you meet uh, Ross and start on this oh, travel okay. journey? Well, as I said, in my book, there'll be some other things. Yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately, I, I mean, I was married, very early on, 23, very quiet, didn't have the disposition, you know, the, the outlook and the disposition I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband at the time beat, it, beat the hell out of me, married for five months, and I think I worked out that nothing was going to happen or get better unless I fixed the situation myself. So we divorced and everything else got out of the situation, changed my job, did all sorts of things. Um, then I met my other husband, and we were married for over 20 years. Unfortunately, divorce happened, but not because of personal things, circumstances, and mm-hmm. it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke my neck in a motor vehicle accident back in 86. My goodness. Um, so, you know, it's a tough time. I'm not working, he is, and my ex-husband was very soft. It's like, didn't like all the conflict, didn't like what was going on, and really got to the stage, I think, where he just couldn't cope. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it, we were the marriage finished. Dissolved. Yeah, and unfortunate. Yeah. It was unfortunate, but it did. But again, life goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, I have one son um, in Melbourne, Australia. And so I meet Ross then um, when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. He was actually, I found out, he was actually born in Australia in February of 45. So the end of the uh, 45 was the, was the um, end of the war. Now, he was born to an American father and an Australian mother. And I often say there's a lot of little bastards running home yeah. <laughs> because there was plenty of them in both those, both our countries. Um, so he but he was brought over here, mm-hmm. and he then was educated in Ohio in Springfield, Ohio, and so I met him and um, good luck with the divorce. I was happy on my own. I was really quite my own little world. I had my house. I had a job. I was okay. Um, Anyway, so his divorce obviously goes through, and then I get a phone call out of the blue. I'm coming back to Australia to visit family. How about we, you know, sort of catch up? And the rest is history, I guess. There you, you go. I've been together ever so, since. Yeah, been together. I came to this country in 2007 with him for a holiday. You know, people in Australia, New Zealand, New Zealanders tend to all go to Australia, mm-hmm. you know, for betterment. Mm-hmm. Australians come to the US. Ah, and eventually okay. we all want to come here because no matter what issues you have, I could care less what your politics are. 
this country is the best country in the world to live in. You have the best opportunities for business, for raising families and everything else. It is the best country on the earth. So I came back in 2010 after we sold a house uh, back in Australia. Um, and I came on my New Zealand passport because our quotas are never met. So I actually had my green card before 12 months. Mm. And I had my citizenship in four years. Rather, I didn't even have to wait five years to apply. I was a citizen totally um, with everything done in five years. Nice. So that was good. Nice. Yeah. 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 We just, um, previous episode that we had um, was with Vanessa Wooding. And um, she came from the UK. And mm-hmm. she was kind of telling her immigration story was not as simple. Nowhere simple. No. Nowhere. No, no. No way simple. No. Um, they sort of did the business route. Um, yeah. The, and... Um, by circumstances you know it it did not go smoothly and um you know but she said the same thing I asked her about do you ever have any um uh conflict about giving up your citizenship being born in America Mm. like we just have this huge national pride and I can't although I love to travel and I would think about living in other countries I would I would never not being well, American. Yeah. I just well, can't see my heart ever doing that. Most countries today don't make you give up your citizenship, mm-hmm. which is good. So I mm-hmm. have three passports. I mm-hmm. have my New Zealand passport, of which I born and raised as a citizen. I'm a citizen of Australia, and I'm mm-hmm. a citizen of the US. So I carry three passports. There's a misconception. People will often say to me, oh, you know, damn, USA won't let me in. It's got nothing to do with the country you're applying to. Yeah. If you pay the money... You do the test. You're a good character. You have money or whatever they require for you to take care of yourself. Right. That country will let you in. Mm-hmm. It's the country you come from that mm-hmm. says whether you can be a dual citizen. Oh, it's not gotcha. the country you're going to. Mm-hmm. So maybe they need to go back and look at their country and say, well, why aren't you why allowing me? Why are you me? not yeah. allowing me? Right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's something. It's an that, interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of. And it's quotas. Mm-hmm. See, Canadians will probably never be able to become citizens because the quota is so high. You know, they or low here, and there's so many people wanting to come in. Right. Mm-hmm. New Zealand have a quota, but we never fill the quota. That's why it's easier for New Zealand. Australia's not so bad either. Wait, okay, so just for clarification, because I'm not sure I understand what the quota part means. All right, so many people from each country are the allowed US in the country. The U.S. has a quota. Yeah, the yeah. U.S. quota. Oh, okay, yes, okay, yeah, okay. The U.S. Yeah. quota and then says also, so many from New Zealand. Yeah, okay, that's okay. right. And okay. we never fulfill that. It's like you, you've got a lottery system here, mm-hmm. you know, which I don't really agree with, but that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody should have to apply and do the right things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems the most fair to me too. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, all right. So you um, started uh, JR World Travel uh-huh. with Ross, um, but you had traveled a lot. How did you actually decide to start that business? Because you traveled a lot, you know, in your oh, leisure course, and yeah. just in your life. Well, I mean, people from New Zealand and Australia travel a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, back in our day, I mean, I think I've walked the whole of New Zealand. I mean, you could go out, you could walk, you could hitchhike. You could do all good things back in those days, stay in tents and not worry about things. You can't mm-hmm. do that today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had traveled. I've seen both countries and I lived in Papua New Guinea for two years and saw that country. Mm. Um, and I think circumstances, when we came here, circumstances change for us and not for the better i mean it's a different story and they changed so we found ourselves saying well if we want to have a respectable lifestyle we better go back to work Mm -hmm. and we fell into this because this was simple for us Mm -hmm. we've done this our whole life yeah and you had a lot of experience experience. yeah yeah huge experience. experience whether we were being paid for it or not years ago we are now so it's it's a different experience you know and it's something we love to do mm-hmm. it's not without its challenges and I think as anybody would agree if you're starting a new business it takes you a long time to become established correct yeah you know but I mean the ride's been good mm-hmm. and now we're more established the ride is better mm-hmm. now was there ever any kind of um maybe in the tra- okay so let me just say this um, I love to travel. I don't know that I love to coordinate other people to travel. I don't know that I love to travel with a bunch of whiny, <laughs> needy people. So, you know, was there, how does that work I think, you? you know, in all honesty, in any business, you all have challenges. Correct. Um, yeah. And I think from a personality point of view, you have to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. You have to not 
get real ticked off at people. Do it behind their back if you have to, but don't right. upset your clients. Don't do that. Right. You know? right. Yeah. And I usually find the more needy people, if you give them more time, you're always going to keep them as clients. Mm-hmm. Because all my clients know they can call me 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And they do. <laughs> I say unfortunately. And it's not. I mean, people who know yeah. me, they don't usually call me after 10 o'clock at night. Right. But and, They're and reasonable. That's right. But I mean, if I've got people away in Europe and Scotland and Ireland or down in Australia, New Zealand and time differences, you know, they're having a good time. They'll call me and it's 2 o'clock in the morning here. And they just may hey, not even Jack, realize. Hey, a great time. You know? <laughs> Gee, could you have waited another couple of hours? But no, but that's, I think, sets us apart from a lot of other travel consultants. We are accessible. I always say, for people who know the Yellow Pages, and I know young people are listening to this podcast, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, we are your fingers in the Yellow Pages, mm-hmm. basically. So this is what sets us apart. We take the time to deal with you on a personal basis, whether you live in Newport Ritchie, whether you live in Hudson, whether you live in Tampa Bay, whether you live in the rest of Florida or the rest of the world. I Skype, I've got other applications I use, and I deal with my clients on a personal basis. And I think that you probably, you've got to know if you're in something customer service related, you you do have to yes, like people. Yes. And, and you probably, I would guess that you keep in mind that this this is this is a job for you and providing a service for your clients. This is something maybe they've saved all year to do. That's right. Or it's a momentous event. It might yeah. be a wedding or it might be a retirement trip or it might be something. It's very heavily weighted often for it them. Is. You know, even and, the simplest of trips, a three-day somewhere, whether it's three-day on land, three-day cruise, it doesn't matter. It still is important to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their choice. I'll, I'll give you a little story. I had a lady here. And she came to me after one of my meetings and she said, Jackie, I'm on my own with three boys. I can just never afford to do anything. So I said to her, where have you been? She said, well, nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, I don't mean nowhere. You must have been somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> she had never been out of Newport Ritchie. Wow. Uh, born and raised here, mm-hmm. married here, um, divorced, unfortunately, and has three boys. Uh, what were they at the time? Nine, 12, and four. 15, I think, mm-hmm. and um, had never been out of Newport Ritchie. Wow. So I said to her, I went away and I did a bit of research and came back about Clearwater Beach, St. Pete Beach, got her accommodation for two nights um, and got her a meal at a, at a fairly inexpensive restaurant type place. And I says, can you afford this? Mm-hmm. And she looked and she said, actually, I can, but where am I going? Next door? I said, no. You're going to go down to the beach. Mm-hmm. She said, never been there. I said, I know, you told me that. So if you can afford that, why don't you do that? But I have a stipulation. And she said, what's that? And I said, I want all the cell phones and all the computers left at home. You're the only one that has one that's switched off and you use it for an emergency. Mm-hmm. So she went for that. Anyway, I had to go around and see her because the 15-year-old was not going no more. No way, no way. Oh, goodness. Anyway, so I sort of talked him around. Do you know they go there every year? <gasps> wow. Yeah, sometimes, you know, people just have these preconceived... And once you, once you get there, you... Well, that like, boy's now 18. Uh-huh. Um, the others have grown up. Mum has remarried. and But again... She said, and that's the, still the stipulation, her and her new husband and the boys, they go back down to the beach with me and they do that for three days now, three nights now, every year. That's great. She said, because it's our three nights away where the whole family is still together, mm-hmm. all having a good time. Mm-hmm. And she said, we just love it. So she thanks me sincerely. She always says that for opening her eyes to something that was just a little better than what she had in the drudgery of her life. Yeah, and it didn't need to be, you know, you're going to get on a plane and go to Ireland no. for a week. It was just go to the next town. Yeah, just go you know, and do that's something. 30, 40 minutes away, you know, yeah. um, and get out of your daily routine. Well, it is. And I mean, I've, I think you've seen some stuff of us on Facebook just lately. I had friends... You know, 66 years we've been friends from school back in New Zealand come out um, we did a cruise but then we took them to Chattanooga that mm-hmm. was my third time up there you know we drove up there spent three nights up there and came back mm-hmm. um, and it's a wonderful Tennessee's a beautiful state to yep. be in yep. but there's wonderful things to see and do that's not 
overly expensive. Correct. Yeah, you can find something. You don't something. have to spend all this money to be happy. Yeah. You know? And I think that's an important thing as well. You know, if you just aren't good about, you know, arranging these things or getting out of the box or saying, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, we need to get away, but we really do have like a small budget yeah, or we absolutely. have kids. I know, you know, my husband and I travel more mm-hmm. now because our kids are older, well, they're, they're in college, they're doing their thing. We can, we can mm-hmm. do that. When they were younger, we had to take smaller trips because you're talking a family of five now that's and right. feeding them three times a day and all these things. And yeah. so it, it was, you know, expensive. It's a challenge. But one of the the things we used to do uh, also to get off the technology stuff would go to rent a cabin in Georgia, yeah. uh, North Georgia, um, that corner up there where it's Tennessee, it and is North Carolina, all that Blue, Blue Ridge area. Yeah. And um, we would rent a cabin up there, and half the time we didn't have Wi-Fi. There was no TV. They had a VCR with like I two tapes. I see a lot of people up around there. You know, area. and we're yeah. playing board games, and we're doing things oh, because, you know, there's just no other choice. And, um, oh, my gosh, we... You Same had a thing. Wonderful time. We want. We loved it, yeah. and and the kids loved it too. And they don't even know, you know, what they're missing until no, until right. they have it. Yeah, they'll fight yeah, you. Well, because you know, I'm a bit older, so I mean, my son's forty one this year, but I mean, when I had broken my neck, of course, so money then became like non existent. My husband earned a wage, but we had a mortgage, and mm-hmm. two thousand eight happened, and all these other things. Or nineteen eighty eight happened, and it was like, oh my god, everything had crashed. You know. Yeah. Um. So. Our holidays, we had my mother living with me, my niece lived with us, so we invested in a very large tent. Three times a year we went to the beach, to the council, or what would you call it, your um, county, if you like, like mm-hmm. county beach sort of mm-hmm. thing, and you were allowed to put your tents up. They had showers and, and you know things like that, but we all, and other families went. That was our holiday for like 10 years, that's all we did, because that's what we could afford. Right. And the only stipulation was, I mean, back those days, there was a cell phone that, albeit a brick, that (laughs) weighed about 30 pounds. Um, But there was nothing else. Mm -hmm. No television in those days. So there was no TV that people took. Right. And that was the family time away. It's so important. And it is is even more important now that everyone is. is... you have to be intentional about it, or you just won't you get off your technology. Unit, yeah. yeah, and you have a family um, unit that still has to exist. If you choose to have children, mm-hmm. then they've got to be included in your life. Right. Not just give them money or give them a phone or computer. Say go. Stick away. them in the corner. No, yeah, can't have that. You know? Yeah, so. yeah. And and I've said on the, these episodes and time and time again, and I'll still say the best education that you can give your children mm-hmm. is not necessarily putting them in the best schools ever no it is showing them life different than their own whether that is just another state whether that is just another county whether that is another country whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you can do show them that their world is bigger yeah that's right (laughs) and they're not the center of it (laughs) no that's right well no that's the other issue but um i have found um with traveling the world and doing travel for people that the people that are more, I would say, rounded, if you like, in life and everything else, are people that have gone away and done other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's exciting. It's like, you know, and when I was growing up, as I said, we had nothing. I had dreadful life, but we would go fishing. Mm-hmm. And in each little town I went to, I looked for the town clock. Mm-hmm. So my next adventure was the next town clock. Right. It was mm-hmm. something to look forward to. And I think if children today, even parents... Because we all get stuck in this rat race where we've got to work, got to provide, mm-hmm. got to, and we don't take time for ourselves. But you've got to have something to look forward to. Yes. So set a goal, say, all right, you know, it might be a child, you know, right, well, what's the biggest fish I can catch? Well, we'll go somewhere else next week to see if there's a bigger one. But they've got to have something to do and right. look and forward goal, to. Right, something to And a to goal look, to look forward to. Yeah, that you're, you're stagnant and you just get in that rut and, and Very simply, and even for me, you do. Yeah, oh yeah, That's. I think that's any person. You know, sometimes you get I in your pinch pattern. myself. As I said, I think I'm the only one that works 27 out of 24 hours. But anyway. <laughs> And you always have a smile and your oh, yeah. red lipstick and your hair done. And she, <laughs> that, that little that little kid had a, um, a good comment. Jackie always looks fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. You. Okay. Um, so tell us about being a travel consultant. And I keep, I, I may have even said it here, I keep saying travel agent. What's mm-hmm. the difference between those two? And, and why would we need one or the other? And kind of talk about well, that. Well, it's amazing because people call themselves travel agents, okay? 
we look at an agent as being a booking agent. Mm-hmm. So you make a phone call, you call and say, this is what I want, they book it. They don't ask any questions. They don't ask about a budget. They don't ask anything. They don't ask whether you've got a disability. They don't ask whether you've got food allergies. They do what you say. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm done, finish, pay the money and walk away. A consultant, if you look back in years, a consultant always sat with you on a personal basis and went through everything with you. And for bigger trips, and I'll give you an example, I have um, a client that's going to Ireland in September. We started this trip about November last year. Mm. I like to give people time. Let's get the air locked in so you can get the best price for the air. Right. Don't worry about the hotels and the car rental. Let's give you time to chew this over now. You've made a, you've made a commitment you're going. Mm-hmm. Let's get you there and get you home. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because I had all the stuff they wanted to do. I meet with her this week because now it's all changed. Mm-hmm. Because they've had time to mull over everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're a booking agent and you know, if you call up travel agent or call up other people or call up direct to the cruise lines or to the land vacation packages. They want to know what date are you leaving, where are you going, here's your price, do you accept it, hang up and pay it, and your final payment's on a certain date, we're done. Right, it's just the... They're not going the to say, you know, do you want to do Specific logistics, no. not any of the, you know, no. personality and of the trip. No, that's yeah. right. So mm-hmm. it is a... Give people time to think about yeah. something. Mm-hmm. You know, you've made a decision. You're going to Ireland and this is when we're going. The time frame has to be here to here. Well, let's get you there and get you home. Mm-hmm. Now, just mull it over. Yeah. I know you want to go here and here and here. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. They've come back. We still want that, but now we want this and this and this. Now, what do you kind of tell people um, when they're trying to decide? Like, so maybe they just say, hey, maybe there's somebody like, hey, we've never taken a trip ever. We think we want to go to Ireland and, mm-hmm. that, and we want to go on this day and that's all we know. Okay. What questions do they need to ask themselves um, to kind of get well, to think. some of those yeah. answers? All right. So the first thing I say, do you have an exact date? Because a lot of people work. Mm-hmm. I can only go on the 9th of October to the 23rd of October. That's mm-hmm. the time frame I've got. My next question is, do you have a budget? Have you thought about how much money you don't want to spend? Right. All right? <laughs> because I have had people say budget is not a problem. You come with a price because no matter how much money you have or how little you have, I am extremely conscious of spending somebody else's money. Yeah. All right. So do you have a budget? All right. Everybody it. does has a number, like you said. Because whether you got yeah, no, unlimited is not really unlimited. No. Yeah. <laughs> so let's so if they could, just say they come to me and say, Jackie, for two people for two weeks, five thousand dollars. I don't want to go over that. Mm-hmm. I've got something to work on. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I'll say, okay, do you know anything about Ireland? No. So then I'll say, look, three weeks or two and a half weeks in Ireland is a lot of time to spend in Ireland. I can get you to Scotland. I can get you back to London for a couple of days and see a bit of London. So fly into, say, Shannon and Ireland or Dublin and fly out of London. Mm-hmm. And then their eyes go, oh, really, for the same money? You know, so there's other options. People don't know what options they have. Right. They don't, don't know, know what you, you don't, don't know. know. Okay. Exactly. So I yeah. ask all those questions. But for me, budget is hugely important. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put, you know, all this hours with the work in and you say to me, oh, that much. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you're not prepared to go over. Okay, that's good. So you should be really firm on that, and then you can work within that framework Absolutely. and say, this is what we can we can get for Yeah, and that. normally I yeah. come in under budget. Mm-hmm. Normally I do, mm-hmm. and depending then on what they want. And in that, you know, well, something else that's going to come up, of course, is the fact that people don't understand. They'll say to me, I want flights, hotels, and car rental, and that's fine. Bear in mind, there's more questions then because how are you going to drive on a US license? You can't. Mm-hmm. You have to go and get an international driver's license. That's something I didn't know until no. you mentioned it. That's right. Um, and so again, it falls questions. under those, you don't know what you don't know. You just think, oh, I mean, it seems logical when it's brought up. Like, why would well, my license work in another country? But most so how do you, you, just how go to AAA do you go to AAA? And ask for an international driver's license, take your license down, and then you must carry both those licenses with you. If when you, you pick want up to your, drive yeah, within another, another country. country. Yeah. And, and I'll give you an example. So I have a lady that... Um, knew two travel agents, all right, so she gave me one trip and gave the other uh, lady another trip. Something happened with the air, and then 
she's calling me and I mean I can't take over somebody else's because nobody's going to talk to me it's not right. my booking you know right and so she's going and in, in, in it's 4.30 Friday afternoon and she says um, we'll be in Korea like this time tomorrow and I said to her that'd be good you know and she says the about the rental car this is 4.30 Friday and I said so you have your international driver's license she said what the hell is that oh no I said hang up from me go to AAA and call me when you get home so now, what ha- so if have you ever had? I mean, obviously you're prepare people, but have you had? What would somebody do like if they didn't know that? And Too bad, can't drive. You just can't. There's nothing you can do once well, you're already to, over there. Yeah, because what you'd have to do is then you'd have to call back to AAA here, send them all the information. They'll Maybe do they it and then send it over to you. Or whatever. But if you're only going to be in one country, in, in one town yeah. or whatever for two days, it's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to change that. your trip around, which means penalties and everything else. Oh my goodness, that can be a real nightmare that well, can be avoided fairly simply. Yeah. And the other thing I talk about, of course, is insurance. Mm-hmm. Hugely important. I am anal I guess at making my clients get the insurance. Um, get insurance and if they refuse I make them sign a waiver or I will time and date stamp it and everything else because people do not understand if you don't have insurance when you're out of the country whether it be on these bus trip cruises that go to Cozumel and back again or down the Caribbean or Bahamas um, and you have an accident you get sick you can't get on a well if you don't have a passport you can't get on a plane people right. don't understand that but if you don't have insurance and you're taken off the ship or whatever, or you end in a hospital, you have to pay all the bills before you leave that country. Wow. And then you have to try and get home. And then you've got to try to the get last back one, to your country. Yep, the last one, not mine, but the other day I heard $83,000 for a family of four to get home because his wife had an accident. Oh, my goodness. And where were they at? And all Cozumel. And Just, all because so they you're thinking you're taking these these little three day Cozumel trips that silly silly, silly. around like yep. yeah they're around every bend you yep. know. Um, being offered, especially for those that live in Florida, because it's just it's just down, you know, said, just down the, the road. It's the bus yeah, trip. it's just down the road. Um, but that um, and a uh, man like what that if, breaks the bank for most people. Yeah, and even if you're wealthy, you don't want to waste eighty thousand dollars. Right. So I find that people traveling, especially in the Caribbean, tend not to want to take insurance and won't have a passport. Who cares? Yeah, they think you don't need to have a passport because mm. you know, technically, depending on certain places, well, technically. But Can like you said, out of the country you do, right? But because the cruising industry exploded, mm-hmm. Miami is the cruise capital of the world. Florida is the cruise capital of the world with the Caribbean, mm-hmm. um, and so the government did this Western Hemisphere Loop initiative. Um, and if you leave from the same port that you come back to, they allow you to leave on a photo ID and an original birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Original. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman and you're married. Well, you have to prove how your birth certificate in Smith gets to James. Yeah. If you're married two or three times, you better have all the paperwork to show how your name changed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why people won't pay them. What is it, one sixty to get a to get a passport for ten years? To me, mm-hmm. it's insane. Right. So if you do that, you have an accident. You can't fly home. Yeah. You cannot get on a plane. So then you have to get the embassy to get special papers out. And it costs you and everything else. I'm exhausted even hearing the possibility Tell of me about people. It. If you get you nothing just... else out of this episode today. Get a today, passport and take get, insurance. Get a passport and take insurance. Absolutely. Those are the things there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, okay, so do you charge a fee for being a consultant? No. So then how do you pay your bills? How do you make money? The suppliers that we use, which it would be the cruise lines or whether it be the land people or the car rental people or whatever, mm-hmm. pay a commission. Um, and you're going to pay that commission no matter what because they charge you. We just get part of that commission. Gotcha. Um, okay. Some people charge fees to do all your documentation. I don't do that. Whatever, we don't charge you one penny. So your your fees are coming strictly from that commission from the that's allotted that, that you're is paying go, anyway. That you're paying anyways. Mm. That's great. Because, and they don't do what I do. <laughs> all right, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's another thing to keep in mind, listeners. Sometimes um, other travel agents may charge you something um, for doing documents, the, and documents, yeah, do. the background research, or, or any do. of those things. They may, but um, JR World Travel does not. No, that's so right. if that's you right. are, um, you know trying to 
save money here and there. That's, that's something to keep in mind. Well, it too. is, and the personal service and everything yeah. else. I mean, and I and I guess probably preempt a question, but so why use a travel agent or a travel consultant as yeah. opposed to the internet these days? Tell you us. You know, tell the us. internet is wonderful. But do you want to believe everything on the internet? Most people think, oh, if it's on Google or if it's on Wikipedia, oh, it must be true. Mm-hmm. has to be true. Can't argue. And that's far from the truth in a lot of ways. Travelling's the same. People don't understand. So if you call Royal Caribbean or mm-hmm. Carnival or Princess, whoever it is in the cruise lines, you're dealing direct with them. Mm-hmm. When you go on the internet and it says, oh, Royal Caribbean, or you type in Royal Caribbean and you click on it and up it comes. Sometimes that's not the Royal Caribbean site. It's a third-party site mm-hmm. because they don't read. They don't look at the, the URL. It's just Royal Caribbean. They click on it. Right, and sometimes those those sites are crafty like everything else. If they truly are scammers, they're trying to make it look as authentic as they possible are. when so it's you not. So you can book, yeah, and you'll yeah. go through and do a booking. Um, Sometimes when you go to pay, the price is never going to be the price that they advertise, mm-hmm. and another time they may even take a deposit. Mm-hmm. And then you try and get that deposit back. Who are you going to call? It's like trying to call Ghostbusters. <laughs> Who are the internet busters? There's no such person out there. So oh, yes, you know. And so instead of doing stupid things, mm-hmm. use us. We don't charge you. Make the phone call. You know, I can guarantee you. In the last five years, I I think on an average, because I'm actually keeping check, I haven't had one week go by where somebody hasn't called me to say, Jackie, I have an issue. I booked online. And can you help me? Can't. And yeah. And sometimes you're just like, yeah, I really can't do anything about that. That's right. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and people think they can always do something better on their own, all right? Mm-hmm. It's like trying to do your own plumbing. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to do that if you're not a plumber? Right. What, to mm-hmm. save a few dollars? Mm-hmm. Do your own electricity? Why do you want to try and do these things? Mm-hmm. You know, there are specialists out there for a reason. Right, and they are devoting their daily our time life to it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as, as you said, especially, we don't charge. So I always say to people, even though we're independent, we are Florida licensed because by law I have to have a Florida license, which is important. Be careful and make sure that everybody is licensed in the state of Florida. I know people out there that aren't. Mm-hmm. Then we have our big license because you have to have a cruise line industry standards card and a land industry card. Now, that license is held by another company in Rhode Island for us. We have a world license and they hold that license. Um, and they are. An and what does that ensure? What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I can book anywhere in the world. And so, did you have to do some prop? Like, what legitimacy does that Give you we have to I'm sit asking. exams. We have to sit the, the the cruise line industry standards have to be renewed every year, and that's an exam we take. The um the, the other part of that, the land thing, we do all the land portion exams. We've done all the cruise line industry standards and all the cruise line exams, which are individual. Mm-hmm. So we are certified, if you like, with all the cruise lines. We're certified with you can't be certified with all the land and hotel, but all the major resorts and all the major hotels mm-hmm. we're all certified with. Um, car rental companies we don't because it depends on where you're going right. um, and things like that. But we're also certified with uh, with the two insurances that we use. So this is why I just don't sit there on a call centre and just take a phone call. Because we're out in the community, we better be certified and we better be insured and know what the heck we're talking about. I agree. Do I know yeah. everything? Hell no. I've got a lot more to learn in my short period of life left, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not dying, so don't yeah. worry about it. I'll be around <laughs> for a long be, time. Just don't be around. I yeah. will. So, you know, my question is, if you get something for free, there's mm-hmm. no such thing as free in this world, but when I don't charge you a service fee, put it that mm-hmm. way, you're going to pay a commission. You pay it to the people that, that we book through. They're going to charge you That you're paying anyways. anyways. Right. So... If you've got another party that will help you, and the worst I can do is get the same price as you can get online or, or with dealing direct, but I often give my clients something as well. Right, and so, that personalized, and knowing the, what you don't right. know. And you can contact me anytime, and you're always going to get me. You're not going to get Mrs. Smith and Mrs. James and Mrs. Brown, and oh, they're not there today. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they've made a mistake on my booking. Well, I know nothing about that. Wait till Monday till she comes back. We do, there's none of that with us. Mm-hmm. It's it's you and Ross, and that's, that's right. it, yeah. baby. <laughs> you know, as I said, I mean, I'm the face of the business. Yes, I'm yeah. at, but Ross, I mean, has his own. He um, does all the videoing because, as you, I think I told you, we have our own television channel inside of Roku TV. Uh, we have the Fire Channel as well, and all our videos and our travels. Um, and our interviews and that with you know the captains of the ships and they're all up there for people to go and look at. Well, that's that's a great segue because next I kind of want to go into um, you. You've talked a lot about you know what you provide and yeah. kind of your skills in in explaining the difference mm. between a tra- travel agent and a consultant. But so tell us. Um, I, I just have a few questions about, you know, if there are payment plans for people. There is. Um, you did say that there's actually, you know, a way that you can make money mm-hmm. in your travel if you're an organization and you're trying to raise funds yes. for, say, a new roof for your building yeah, uh, that's right. or your, your church or um, your kid's school yeah. or your nonprofit organization. This um, is huge. And I, we have a saying back home, it's money for jam. Basically, it's money for nothing. Okay. So first question first, can you make payment arrangements? Yes, you can. We do payments up until final payment. Mm -hmm. So you can uh, say you've got something that's worth $2,000, you've got 10 months to pay it, you work it out and say this is how much per month you need to pay or per week, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. All right, we set that up, it's done automatically. Final payment is usually finished or you've got one payment left. In relation to fundraising, so even though we do it all, we do have a couple of specialties. One is Viking. Um, there's plenty of river cruise companies out there. Viking just seem to do it best. Okay. You know, I have no issues with any of the others. We book all the others. Mm-hmm. Viking, I always say they've got their politics in the right place. So, mm-hmm. And they own their own bus line. So if there's something happening, that bus comes and picks you up. You're not stranded and all these sorts of they're, things. they are got accountability within that That's just right. makes it seem more seamless. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And as, I said, as I said, I will reiterate, I have no problem with anybody else. Yeah, and people right. have their preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is our large groups. So we do big groups for whatever. It can be family reunions, it can be wedding, it can be anything like that. But one of the major ones is fundraising. So if you are a non-profit, and like the churches here or the schools or whatever the case may be, you have the ability to make a lot of money up to... Up to usually between 65 and 95 to $100 a person. Wow, okay. So, and it's all dependent on the time you go, where you go, how long you go, and what price you get from the cruise line. Okay. Because they will give me a rate to allow for that fundraising to happen. Okay. All right, and then we always give you something, so that pushes us up up to around the 90 odd dollars mark. You know what I mean? We always mm-hmm. give you something for the points that we get. Mm-hmm. We don't keep our points, we give it back to you. Okay. All right. Um, so to do that, it's amazing. I mean, and I always have a, probably not a very nice saying, but you people with their tin cups everywhere, every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Go and do something succinct. Go and do something major. Mm-hmm. And then and do make that a bulk every year. amount of, of money. So yeah. what, um, um, to give me just a couple of examples of, of, groups that would do this and what oh, they yeah, made got, or you know oh you've got rotary groups you've got lions groups you've got all your school p we call them the pnf what do you call them over here pa like uh, the pta, PTA. or pto yeah mm-hmm. ptas um you've got sporting groups mm-hmm. you know they all want money for something they all want money for fundraising for the homeless fundraising for this fundraising for scholarships mm-hmm. we'll put an effort in and get everybody to go now i always say you can do this a couple of ways what I like to do is you have a, if it's a fundraising, say it's a fundraising for a charity for um, maybe Rotary or whatever or a school. Okay. Right? Have a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Pick somebody if it's an education if it's a school. Get somebody from an education department mm-hmm. and get a guest speaker on board mm-hmm. to tell the parents in Pasco County and Hernando County and Pinellas and Hillsborough, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. this is what your school boards are working on. Okay. Have a guest speaker so it makes it educational for them because it's focused on education. Um, we, ha- we, ha- and they, we have the ability, if they want to, we have a DJ that we can use, an MC, and then we have a videographer, photographer that comes on board. Okay. okay. And they cost, 
But again, it just goes into the total cost right. of your package. Yeah. And it, makes it, it costs to raise money. <laughs> no well, matter what your event is, whether not. you're having a spaghetti dinner or a dance party, there's some costs. Right. You know, you can't yeah. get everything donated. No, well, that's um, right. And there's some costs. Yeah. And we're all running around trying to get people to give you something. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take the bull by the horn. And don't do that. So then I look at the DJ and think, or oh, okay, if you wanted something a bit more elaborate, I have two people that I use and they're a live band. Mm-hmm. And you have an afternoon on the ship. It's not nighttime anymore because there's too many activities at nighttime. So we have it in the afternoon, two to five or something like that. We you can have a raffle, you can have do fifty fifty, you can and then have a bit and of it's dancing. Exclusive to it's, your group. That's, that's right. There. Cocktail mm-hmm. party and it's exclusive to that group. Mm-hmm. You know, and again. You'll have people inside this group go online and they'll, they'll call me and say, I can get it cheaper than what you're selling it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not coming to any of the events. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take part in this. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? Because this is an exclusive group for fundraising. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to pay a little less, you don't get to come in. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't book it for you. Go right. away. Right. You're not going to eat with the group. That's the other thing. Yeah. If you have a group, that whole group will eat together. Mm-hmm. Every night, so it's a buzz of you know, hype of activity. What happened today? We're doing this. You're not going to be part of that, mm-hmm. right? As you said, raising funds comes at a cost as well, but it is still money for nothing. There's no effort. Sell the tickets. That's all you have to do. I was just going to say. So how does that work? So the package is put together, and yep. then you're you're offering the tickets out there to to the group. And, to, yeah, and it's yeah. always. And we normally have um, ocean view and balconies. Or if the group says, Jackie, I really think people will want interior cabins with no windows. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a range of three, um, and it's always from price because whilst I may get that price from the cruise line today. They won't sell our cabins mm-hmm. that we have on, you know, that they've offered us, but they could sell the category that we have. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. if we're in a 2N and they sell out of that, we have to go to a 3N. So when I say the price is from, say, $800, it might be $850. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say book early so you can get this price. Yeah, yeah. And then what kind of, um, so again, I guess it's just, you said around 65 to $100 yeah, per, person per person is what yeah. they want. They so might, yeah. what, how large of groups can go? I, we can charter the whole ship. We had and the, how many would that be? The size of the ship. 2,300 oh, people, 3,500 people. We can charter the whole ship. Okay. It's so, a different contract and a different thing to talk to the main yeah. uh, person about. Right. Um, because what happens is when you have a group, and, I, and you want me to hold, say, 100 cabins or 200 mm-hmm. cabins, mm-hmm. the cruise line only hold that on a deposit. Mm-hmm. So it's $50 per cabin mm-hmm. has to be put up to hold it. So somebody in this organization has to pay mm-hmm. the $2,000, $2,500, $5,000 to hold the amount of cabins we have allocated. Mm-hmm. When those cabins are sold that money goes back to them. Gotcha. So when mm-hmm. you call me and say, okay, I'm booked into this group, yes, Sheila, that's fine, there'll be a $200 deposit, $100 per person. You've paid that, the $50 on that cabin goes back to his slush fund. Gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a way, this is how it's there's done. There's always a way to if do you don't, If you have what like a no deposit group, it means that they can sell any cabins, whatever. No, yeah. we always have a deposit group. So the cabins, if I've got 100 cabins, they're guaranteeing me they'll keep 100 cabins in whatever ocean view balconies and interiors. Not necessarily the category, but we will have the 100 cabins. Gotcha. So, yeah, there's the, what, <coughs> what I'm kind of getting to. There's potential to make thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars above, yes. uh, in your fundraising efforts yeah. for going on a cruise. You there know? is. I'm looking at something at the moment, and I haven't really thought it out, but I will, I will do it. I'm looking at a, a, a major fundraising cruise for a group, mm-hmm. all right? And I'm going to contact the Beach Boys. I know Chris Farmer. So I'm going to contact the Beach Boys and see if they would be able to be part of that fundraiser at a reduced cost because I know what they charge. Uh-huh. We try and put some music in as well, and it's, and it's tough. You get the groups from town here. Everybody knows them. Yeah. They're not going to pay money to go see somebody they can go and see for free. Right, at the so, local beach. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So pull Club, somebody yeah. that will not only pull the people you're trying to get from your school, rotary, church, whatever, mm-hmm. but pull the outside of the community. Pull people from other states. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a big enough act mm-hmm. that will do that, mm-hmm. the more people you have, the more money you're going to make. Speaking of, there was just um, the one that was like Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that one was like... 
you know they so, sell out yeah they were selling fast Absolutely. i didn't yeah i was like yeah. oh man that would have been fun i didn't see it until yeah. kind of like so the there's last a lot minute of, but as I yeah said, there's a lot of things we do mm-hmm. um and we we also deal with um and i'm not being rude we have all spectrum of people with money from none mm-hmm. to plenty um so we do we deal with people that want something simple yeah but we also deal with people in the very up market high-end luxury type of very much and a yeah. lot of those people they've got more i say more money than god yeah um they like dealing with us mm-hmm. i mean i've won a lot of people over from dealing direct to dealing with us mm-hmm. because I'm at their beck and call. I was going like to say, I am for you. It doesn't right. matter. But yeah, I'm it doesn't matter. But sometimes that clientele like wants uh, that specialized. Yeah. I'm the only person that matters. Feeling. Well, if, <laughs> yeah. if you need to call a cruise line, mm-hmm. all right. As an example, if you need to call a cruise line, you can sit on hold and even oh, as yeah. a, even as a consultant, I've sat on hold for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be an hour and a half on your phone waiting? And right. then probably not get the answer you need. Right. I don't care. I just leave my phone on there and I work. <laughs> and do your so thing. So it's yeah. irrelevant for me. Right. But it is mm-hmm. damn annoying, I can assure you, even for me, when you're waiting for an hour and a half to get a simple question answered, yeah. text me. I'll do that, or I can find out with even, without even having to call. Right. And you've got the answer. You're you satisfied. You're good. You know that. Mm-hmm. You're good. And you can move on with your life. Yeah, yeah the absolutely. client can move on with their yeah. life. All right. Well, so much good information. I think. Good. I mean, I think we can keep talking and talking, but we should wrap it up soon. So tell yeah. us all the ways that we can find you. JRWorldTravel.com is your That's website. Right. Yes. Facebook JR World Travel LLC. Um, then you can go to Roku. We own our own TV channel now inside Roku. So our website has links to all these sorts of things, um, and also Firestick. And I mean, Google's there and um, YouTube and all that. But I mean, everything goes to Roku, really. So if you don't have Roku TV, um, you can get it through Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just go to the website, honestly. And um, You've got links most, all in there. Yeah, and also most of the videos are on the website. Um, but the real good traveling type things are up on Roku TV. I'm definitely going to check it out. I yeah. think that's so cool. I well, love that's the way technology's this. going. You're, yeah. There'll be no cable very shortly, and it's all going to be put through Roku and stuff like that. I just heard this morning, or no, last night with Fox News, that Fox News Nation, the new one that's out, is now available on Roku. Uh-huh. So everything's yep. going to be done through those through those, those platforms. digital yeah, platforms. Yeah, platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and as I people said, want Text me what they want. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a um our eight hundred number which is eight four four two four nine zero one nine zero. Do not text that; it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but that's our eight hundred number. If I don't answer that, it comes to my cell phone. Um, but if you want to text me or anything like that, it's seven two seven two seven seven six one one zero. Fantastic. Well, lots of good information, Jackie. I hey, when you get that book written, we'll We'll do do it. Yeah, we'll do another (laughs) one. I'll definitely be interested in reading that. It's interesting, you know. I had thought about this when I broke my neck, and I had thought about doing a book, and I never really got round to it. But um, a really nice man, Mr. Steve Hopper. I know you know him motivational speaker but also business and everything else Mm -hmm. and he heard a little bit about my story and he says damn Jackie write that book yeah and I said yeah and I'm I'm looking I was like where do I start he's given me the starting point oh good which is almost like in the middle of my life Mm-hmm. So I'm now I've got to look forward. I've got to go back. You've got to go forward backward and, and yeah. forward. But he, but when he told me where to start, I went, "Damn, that was good." I yeah, can do that this. makes sense. I mm-hmm. can do this. Yeah, good information. I'm looking forward to that. I oh love, yeah, be interesting. I, yes, I love um, because you you are um, people that know Jackie will know exactly what I'm saying. And if you haven't, I'll paint you a little bit picture. She is this um, force. She is this presence when you meet her, um, warm and genuine and smiling and friendly and upbeat, but takes no bullshit, I will <laughs> tell you. And so it's surprising to very me. Very honest. Yeah, very honest. honest. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, like you want to... Um, There's not a lot of You don't take it me. and you don't give it. That, <laughs> no, I, it's a better no. way to say it. But you also don't take with it travel, give it. Yeah. why paint a picture for somebody that you know that's not achievable? Right. Yeah, yeah. If you come to me and say, I want to go to Ireland, there's two of us, and I don't want to spend any more than $1,000. I just say, you're not going. Yeah, <laughs> all your surprises yeah. should be in the landscape and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. None of the surprises should be, uh, you know, the cost or the no. the what you're getting, the itinerary, you know, any of those things. No. And, and, and that that's you, Jackie. There but are, in life, you, yeah. but in general life, you should be honest. 
Um, do we all tell a little fib to help somebody? Of course we do. Nobody yeah. is perfect. Right. But to, 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 to tell lies and, and paint different pictures about yourself. Australia and New Zealand, though, is very different to, to here. Mm-hmm. Very much. We are very much that me down there, I fit right at home. Mm-hmm. Because most of us are just like me. Yeah. Just called down spoken. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, find, I love this country, but I find people in this country a bit soft. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said, New Yorkers aren't, of course. I mean, uh-huh. I get on very well with the people from New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, I always love, um, like I said, to kind of backtrack a little bit, when we did the episode with Vanessa coming from the UK, I said, what now the UK people, she said, are like the opposite. They don't like to make waves at all. No, no. They will just, oh no. I mean, I saw this video the other day and I had to laugh after stiff Vanessa up said that. Yeah. This guy was definitely doing the wrong thing on the road and what he did was cause the other guy to crash and flip over the guy who flipped over happened to be recording and you hear him go it was something like oh bother i've just had an accident (laughs) and he gets out and there's no like buddy where the hell are you going you know there was none of that it was it appears we have had a collision. Are you okay? I'm okay. Da, da, da. No, That's my horrible English accent. Like, you know, what the hell do you think you're doing? Yeah, I mean, and this, the, the guy who caused the accident was clearly a jackass. You yeah, know? that's right. Absolutely. And this guy is like, oh, I mean, his car is upside down. Like, I am not injured. Okay, this is yeah. fine. I've had a collision, you know? Yeah, and I was like... Okay. And that's their upbringing too. It's like, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a bit like our, us, as I said, from a child. Um, we didn't complain. We didn't do anything because what we probably get a beating, but I mean we yeah. just didn't do that, mm-hmm. and we got on with life. Mm-hmm. They're the same. Mm-hmm. It's like just in a more polite in way. In a different way. <laughs> in a more polite way. Yeah. It would not be oh bother in Australia, New Zealand. A word would come out that's got four letters in it more than once. I can assure you. <laughs> yeah, right. It would not be oh bother. <laughs> Yeah, but it just—it's funny. It's funny to me to hear because again, like I was born in America, and I'm right. raised here. We're used to mm. how we are, so I always love mm. to hear others' perspectives of of us. And I've and know? I've had a lovely opportunity since I've been here because people want to know more since yeah. they've met me. They want to hear me talk, which yeah. I find funny. But Vanessa they, said the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, but they want to know that there's another world outside of the US mm-hmm. and my god this lady's from another world yeah you know and it, so it's good see yes. Australia and New Zealand have their vacation time is a lot more than you guys get yeah this inhibits you from traveling yes. okay we get down there on the whole 90% of the time once you've been with the company for 12 months you then get four weeks annual leave mm-hmm. um, you get like five or ten days um, sick leave that mm-hmm. you can take but once you've been with the company same company for 10 years you get your four weeks, but you also get three months. You get 12 weeks given to you. Wow. And then this... every year after, you get four weeks, you get five weeks, six weeks, and what have you. So at any given time, you've got four weeks that you can take and do something substantial with a vacation. Mm-hmm. But we're also crazy. I mean, I mean, I even inside New Zealand, I from Wellington, there's a ferry that goes across to the top part of the South Island, and it's a four-hour ferry, you know. And a group of us, I said to Mum, going to get a hamburger. She said, where are you going? I said, I'll go to Picton. She said, yeah, just... So we got the 10 o'clock ferry and went four hours down to Picton yeah. and got the 6 a.m. ferry back again. Yeah, that would be like if we could say, oh, I'm going to fly up to New York and have a slice of pizza for lunch. That's right. You know? But we yeah. don't, see, we're, this is where I see a lot of differences. We will do things on the spur of the moment like yeah. that. Where you guys have got to think about it until sometimes it's too late. Uh-huh. Right. Not yeah. as spontaneous. No, thing, very... take the risk. Yeah. What's yeah. the worst thing that can happen when you take the risk? That's right. You know, what, the hamburger's cold or you can't get the next flight home? So You've what? got a great story to tell, so right? Yeah. Remember that time we went it and is. got that shitty hamburger in XYZ? This, yeah, <laughs> and it's good. So, I mean, I had a phone call off a couple of years now from two guys that I knew through, through friends over grandsons. Jackie, where do you live? And I said, I live in Florida now. Why? He said, we're coming to L.A., I said, well, you're coming to Florida? He says, can, I, can we get to LA and down to you and get home again in four days? I said, hell no. <laughs> right, it's not going to happen. Were pretend, they yeah. were going to LA for three days for a long weekend. Wow, yeah. Went home again. Yeah. Would and you guys, would anybody in their right mind from here go from here to LA for only three days? No. No. Not going to Australia seven, for four days. No. Yeah, you no. Would, no. Yeah, seven day minimum. Yeah. So, yeah. There, so there, Why and, there are right? cultural yeah. differences. Mm-hmm. There's food differences. Yeah. People say to me, do I miss my countries that I'm from. I don't 
so much miss the countries, but I miss people. I miss my yeah. friends. I miss my family. I miss because mm-hmm. I have nobody here, mm-hmm. but I do have people here. Yeah. I made a bundle of friends, and I right. have pe- friends here that I class as family now. Mm-hmm. So I've been very fortunate in that respect to be mm-hmm. accepted by another country for a start. Mm-hmm. But I always say, I'm in another country. I may be a citizen, but that doesn't give me the right to badmouth and say terrible things. Yeah. I'm still in another country. And you've got to embrace that country. And that culture and, and the that culture. way of living. And you've yeah, got to fit sure. in to this country. Mm-hmm. Don't try and bring your culture and then change this country. Right. Let it be an accent. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Just embrace it and have another opportunity to, to learn a different way of life. Yes. So it's been uh. great. Yeah, we can talk all day long. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Jackie, for taking the time today. Um, Listeners, thank you for listening. Follow The Detour Podcast on our Facebook page, The Detour Podcast, and on Instagram at Sheila Shinsky. And to hear more conversations like this, listen on Podbean and iTunes. Check out our other episodes. And please don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe so you can join us as we take the detour and enjoy the wander. Have a wonderful day.